Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fred Speaks. I pray this podcast finds you in the best of health and spirits. And I I like to, uh, before I get into uh, my topic for tonight, I, I always like to start off with uh, either a quote, a scripture, or just a thought. And the scripture that has been uh, one of the scriptures that have been on my mind here lately is 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter and the 13th verse. And it reads, now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And I was thinking about we're living in a time that we need to have faith in something. And it seems like people are putting their faith in, in everything but God. And that's why there are so many people that are miserable because their faith is something is in something that won't last, that is, is something that, that is perishing. But God will never fail. He will never die. Uh, he, he will always be. He was before we were. And so we need to learn to get our faith out of things that will not last, that are passing away. But to put our faith and confidence in God. And hope, uh, which is kind of tied into our faith, is many people are losing hope because they look at the state of the world, the, the state of their neighborhoods, the state of government, and it's nothing to be hopeful for. Uh, you look at your jobs and you know, jobs are going down, there's layoffs, there's, you know, there's all kinds of things that are going on that it doesn't leave man anything to be hopeful for. And then look at charity, which is love. And it is something that everybody needs. I mean, a child that when they're born, they're looking for that love, someone to take care of them, someone to look out for them, provide for them. And I can see how that each of us, you know, whether we're a child, whether we're whatever, you know, whether we are an adult, uh, we all need charity. We all need love. And you, you can have faith and your faith be so strong that you feel like you can move a mountain. You can have a hope 
that is so powerful that you feel like that no matter what comes about in your life, you're hopeful that it will pass whatever it is you're going through, that everything in your life will be all right. But if you don't have charity, then you all of that is nothing because basically you can have faith, you can have hope, but if you don't have God, if you don't have love, then it is nothing. It, it, it's you don't have anything that you can depend on that will last. Because charity, it supersedes any characteristic that, you know, we can have. Uh, charity is something that when there is so many things that are trying to overtake it, 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 it just won't fail. It suffers, it, it will endure, it will go through things. It's what allows us to be able to deal with one another, put up with one another, have patience with one another. Is that charity, that love. And if we have charity, then we have God. And so we have a foundation that we can build on. And what a great foundation to have uh, when we have charity, when we have love. That we may be able to share it with our uh, co-workers, share it with our uh, neighbors, share it with, the, you know, different people that we encounter. That instead of them wanting to turn the other way when they see us coming, they are, they welcome us because... They see love. They see God working in our lives. So charity is, is very, very important. Because if you don't have charity, then you don't have God. And he said, without me, you can do nothing. And so I need, I need that charity. I need that love in my life. We all need it. And to say that you don't need love, you, you find people who... They are so mean and, and you know, and it's kind of like they push that away. They push love away uh, because they've never seen love. They've never uh, experienced love. And so in order to combat that, they push it away and they resist it because it's something they're not used to. But what a an amazing feeling and an, an amazing amazing uh, sense of care to be to be loved and to have love. You know, it's it's nothing nothing like it. And you know, so charity is is very 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 important. And the scripture says, "Now abideth." faith, hope, and charity. It said these three, but the greatest of these is charity. 
So it's good to have all three. It's good to have all three of these. But if you got charity, uh, charity is just great. It is it's something that uh, the little baby they even know it. They know. They know love. They. 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 They can sense it in your voice. They can sense it in in your care. How you hold them. How. How you interact with them. And and, and that is something that the whole world, this nation, needs is that charity. And so with that, we're going to get into our subject uh, for tonight's episode. And it's starving for love, starving for love. And I know there's some people like, I don't need no love. I'm all right. I'm all right. No, we're not all right. We all need love. We all want to be loved, but we, because of experiences and different things that we go through in life, we find ourselves rejecting and resisting love. Because we're afraid of being hurt. But when you know love, which is God, uh, God doesn't want to hurt you. And if he puts somebody in your life that has him, that person doesn't want to hurt you either. And if they do, they having the love of God, they will come back to you and make it right because they won't be able to rest. Um, You know, having the love of God won't let you rest. When you know you've hurt somebody, you did somebody wrong, you find yourself trying to find the opportunity that you can get back with that person and make it right. And but there is we're living in a time where there's a famine. And. You know, a famine is where there's a shortage of something, there's a, you know. You there's been times and history where there was a shortage of food and you know we're living in a time now where there is a famine or shortage extreme shortage uh for love you know and as i was mentioning before everywhere you go you can see kids uh teenagers young adults adults senior citizens senior citizens and everybody is crying out um, for love. And but they look around, we look around and it's kind of like. So much hate is like everywhere. It's like a whirlwind of hate and, and, and you turn on the TV, you're everywhere you go to the store and it's like people are on edge and just this 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 you know evil undertone that's going on that that you know love is is it's it's hard to find it it's hard you know you're looking you know you're looking for love and kindness but you look around and 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 you don't see it and so there's there's this shortage and i was thinking about you know how that when you're looking for something, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, if you were, you know, you were thirsty and you got to a well and you associate a well with having water. 
but you put your bucket down in the well, but then you, when you bring it back up to, you know, there's nothing. And that's kind of where we're at in this world. You are trying to get that love and you, you're putting yourself out there to receive love, but how can someone give love if they don't have love? How can they give something they don't have? If they don't have God, they can't produce, they can't give love. And when I think about that, it's it's like God um has been eliminated from everything. And 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 people will say, you know, I wish things were better. I wish this, but how can you even have that thought when you've eliminated the one that produces that is the substance, is the provider of love? You look around you in government and you look at, like I said, in your neighborhoods and in, in uh, schools and uh, on your jobs, and 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 it's kind of like, man, can can we all just get along? Can we all? But how? How can you do that if you don't have God? If you don't have love? So there's there's a there's a famine. There's the people are starving, and they're about to faint. They're about to give up because what they're trying to um, what they need, they're trying to substitute it with something else. And they feel like it'll go away. It's just almost like uh, when your body is crying out for water and you want to drink uh, tea and lemonade and other things and your body is like, okay, that it's okay for a moment, but it's not what I need. And so we're living in a time where everybody is going after so many different things, trying to satisfy that thirst, that hunger um, for love. But at the end of the day, they find themselves still starving, still crying out, still reaching for, still looking for. And only way you're going to have that love is you got to have God. You got to have Jesus Christ in your life. And without him, you don't have love. I don't have love. I have to have him in order to have love. And when somebody looks at me and they say there's something about you, it has to be him. It has to be him. It's when when somebody wants to be around you, they want they want to uh, they look to you for advice and they look to you for words of encouragement. They look for you, look to you for a kind word. It's not you. It is God. It is God that is working through you, that love, that charity. So then we, we're in a famine. And like I said, evil seems to be or it is at this time more prevalent than love. So with that, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we left off and we were talking about that it seems like evil is more prevalent than love. And when I look at the the government of this world, um, it it starts at the top that there is so much evil. 
and so much division that comes down from the top. And everything that is happening, it appears like, oh, it just all of a sudden showed up. No, it it, it was all, already there. But it was just different things that occurred to bring it to light. But in the midst of all of this, this whirlwind of division and hate, you know, everybody, like I said, is crying out, is 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 looking for love, looking for um, that nourishment um, that will provide us with what we need to overcome hate. And Jesus is the only substance that will be able to provide us with the love that 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 is needed to combat uh, this world of hate. And I, I was thinking about we're living in a world where everybody wants to say God, you know, because they, they don't want to offend anybody and all this kind of stuff. They would they just want to say God. And that way, whatever, whoever you worship, you believe in, that covers everybody. But Jesus, the scripture talks about there's no other name under the heavens whereby man might be saved, but at the name Jesus. And I think about, they didn't eliminate Buddha. They don't eliminate uh, Allah or any other God. They don't eliminate, you know, but Jesus, they eliminated him from the schools. And basically, when they eliminated him, it left the schools in a terrible state. It left the, the schools desolate. It left the schools without love, without God. And so in our school system, starting at the top, those that are in leadership roles and work all the way down to the children, the janitors, the whoever. It was an evil tone that came, started at the top. And when you took Jesus out, you basically opened the school up for all kinds of evil, hate, uh, all kinds of issues um, because Jesus was eliminated. And not only is he eliminated in schools, but he's also eliminated in homes. He's eliminated on jobs. I remember there was a time where we would be able to, you know, have Bible study and different things at, at work and talk about Jesus. And, and that was put to a stop. You know, because somebody else might be offended that, you know, there are some that are talking about Jesus. But Jesus 
is the only one that is able to help us to overcome hate, to satisfy this hunger um, that we have for love. And he's the only one that we can put our trust and confidence in and in this in the midst of this whirlwind of of division and hate. He's the, he's the only one that we can trust. He is the one that through this storm, this dark cloud, that if we're in him, we can be at peace. I was thinking about when you're on a plane, you don't see the pilot, but you're seated, and sometimes it gets bumpy, a lot of turbulence, and you don't even see the pilot, but you have enough confidence that you've flown several times with whatever airlines it is, and you believe that you will land safely. And that's what we need to have in Jesus is that in the midst of this turbulent world, the world of hate, confusion, division, that if we can have Jesus and, 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 and be assured that in him that I will be able to withstand this, this storm and that I'll be able to overcome this starvation this uh, crying out for love that I will be able to endure and that I will, with having him, I will have the substance that I need, that I can love my neighbors, I can love uh, my coworkers, I can love uh, my church members, I can just love everywhere I go, that I can show forth the love of God. He said, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the father. And the only way I can do that is I got to have love. I got to have Jesus. He is the only one that I can put my trust in. He's a, the scriptures say God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And just like hate is a spirit that you can see it, you know, different times you can see it where people can be in a store and there's a sale going on. And then all of a sudden, hate will rise up, evil will rise up. And next thing you know, you see people at each other and, and you know, angry and wanting to hurt one another. And you can see that. And, and most people probably won't identify with a spirit. They'll just say, oh, it was just this white person or this this black guy or this, you know, Spanish person or whatever. And that's how we identify with it. But there's a spirit behind it, a spirit of evil, a spirit of hate. Um, but just like you can see that. You can also see God's spirit working, which is love. You can see it working in different ones when there's 
uh, an accident or something that occurs and how different ones will come forth and they will sometimes risk their own lives trying to help and be there for somebody. I remember during the hurricanes how we everybody was in the same boat. Everybody was in need of water and different things and how you could see people willing to help each other, sharing what they had. And that's showing forth the love of God. That's the spirit that in order for us to overcome this hate, we're going to need his spirit to do that. And so this starving for love is not something unusual. Uh, It's been there all the time, but it's more uh, prevalent or more uh, in the in in the spotlight now because of hate being so great, and you can just see that there's a need for something, a need for a change, a need for something better. And so Jesus is the only one that's able to satisfy that hunger, that thirst for love. And once you have Him then you have everything that you need. You have the love that you that you need, that you can love your family. You can love others. You know, but without that, you all you have is hate and anger, evil. That's all you have. That's all you can produce. But if you have him, you're able to produce something that is greater than evil and hate. You can produce something that will be a help and a benefit to to mankind as a whole. And when it comes to love, it has to start with an individual. And a lot of times we're looking at the whole, trying to fix the whole, but but we first have to start with the parts. So we have to start with each one of us. It has to start with us that I I first must have that love. I need to have the love of God to have Jesus in my life that then starting with me, I can, you know, start to share it with somebody else and then they share it with someone else. But without Jesus, we there won't be any change. It may seem like things are going to get better, but if he's not in it, it won't last. It won't last. But with him, it is a perfect love, a perfect love, a love that will cause you to do unbelievable things cause you to do things that people will look and be like, man, I, how in the world did they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they endure that? And one scripture talked about charity suffers long. Love suffers. Love will put up with. Love will have patience. Love will have patience when it seems like, you know, everybody has given up on you. Love, you have somebody that loves you 
They'll be patient with you. Even in your low points, they'll be patient with you. And so this starving for love, it can be fixed. But Jesus is the only fix. Jesus is the only answer. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're caught up in this whirlwind of hate, I just want to reassure you there is an answer. There is an answer. And Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the only answer. And so we ought to seek to have a relationship with God, have a relationship with Jesus that we can obtain that love. As I don't I don't want to be walking around and just being mean and hateful towards everybody. You know, I, I was watching something on, on TV one time. And everybody was, you know, getting along with each other and everything. And all of a sudden something came over the city. And people were just angry and just trying to hurt one another. And it was it was like a, a drastic change. And And you can see that the world that we live in, that it is getting worse and worse and worse every day. Every day is getting worse. But I'm glad to know, and everybody needs need to know, but I'm glad to know that having Jesus in my life, although I am in the midst of a lot of evil, a lot of hate and division, I can be at peace. And so can you. You can be at peace as well, but you have to accept Jesus in your life because he's the only one that will provide that love so you can stop starving and crying out, seeking after other things, trying to fulfill that place. He's the only one that's going to satisfy that desire and that need for love. So I just want to say uh, uh, thank you for, for listening to another episode of Fred Speaks. And uh, we look forward to you joining us on um, iTunes and Spotify for another episode of Fred Speaks. Thank you.